This episode is brought to you by Hyperice, the leader in advanced warm-up and recovery technology. They have tons of innovative products, like Venom-heated wearables to help soothe sore back muscles, Normatec compression boots to speed up recovery and increase circulation, and Hypervolt massage guns to improve mobility. Loved by athletes like Naomi Osaka and Erling Holland. Try them yourself. Get 10% off your order with the code MOVE at hyperrice.com. Octavius Marquez Tay Davis was born on August 14, 1996 and was signed by the New York football giants last year as an undrafted free agent. And after a rookie year where he was asked to take on a much larger role than expected, he looks to cement himself as one of the team's starting inside linebackers and be the team's most reliable coverage linebacker. This is Previewing the Giants. David, your internet is finally, finally working, and we are back previewing the Giants after I had a scary, it was so scary when I was talking to myself and you weren't there. David, I was so lonely. But Justin, you talk to yourself on the regular. That is true, though. That is true. Uh, so I don't I don't know what was so different about it. Yeah. Yeah, wait, that, that was a good joke. Thank I you. I got to give you, I gotta you. Give I, you credit. I, I love when there. I get one of those like 30 seconds in. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It means- That's how you know that it's going to be probably a bad episode. Well, UCLA <laughs> professor's not going to like it. Yeah, you, UCLA professor are not going to like it. So, David, uh, let's actually not mess around today. Let's get it. Because Tay Davis, Octa- first of all, did you know Octavius Marquez Davis? Where do you think Tay Davis came from this? Like, paint, paint me the story of Tay Davis's childhood. Now, do you, do you like how I said that we were going to get right down to business, but then now we're going down and the whole now, path? And, and we're going we're gonna to focus like five minutes talking about the guy's name. Yeah, we're, no, his nickname, but we have to go back to his childhood. Think of how the nickname Tay came up. Go, make up a story well, right now. I'm ready. So so Tay, Tay Davis is playing football with his friends, as, as young aspiring football players do. And mom calls him out for dinner. It's, it's sun's going down. It's time for dinner. And what are you going to yell? Octavius or Oct? No, you're going to call him Tay. Octavius. Tay. Get your get ass, ass in here. Oh, good. Same time. Get your, ass, get your ass in here for dinner. It's time for dinner. Hence, Tay Davis was born. Get your ass in here. Also, um, happy birthday, Tay Davis. Oh, wait. Holy smokes. I mean, it just, ha- oh, it just passed. Oh, you got me confused. Only six days ago. I, but also... Like you got me confused thinking like, wait, it's not August 14th. It's a lot later than that. I also just had the shocking and chilling realization that Tay Davis is one month older than me. Yeah, we're at that point, David, where you and me or you and I, excuse me for your grammar freaks out there, the grammar police, you and I are at that point in our lives where now athletes are starting to become like they're around our age, like professional athletes, like we're getting to that point. Never, ne- never in my life have I felt like I was wasting more time. <laughs> like, fun fact, uh, Tenny Adewusi, who is from the University of Delaware, he was an undrafted free agent. Um, he's, a, he's a safety for the Giants right now. He unfortunately may not make the team. Sorry, Tenny. But he was my quarterback for the Port Reading Saints. Like, I played football with him. He, his hands touched the top of my butt because I was the center. Wow. Um... A player on the Giants touched my butt. 
So, uh, so Tay Davis means a lot to this team going forward, I think. Yes, he does. So let's talk about some of his college days because it's very, very interesting. Tay Davis played 49 games for the University of Tennessee at Chattanooga. I had trouble saying that, so I had David say it for me. Thank you, David. Chattanooga. No See, I can't even. Chattanooga. 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 Hey, way down you know, Chattanooga. Remember Alan Jackson? Um, he was moved to outside linebacker his senior year after playing his first three years as a safety. David, isn't that fun? And to take to to take us suddenly to a more serious note, we've been saying in everything about Tay Davis that his his calling card for the team is his ability to cover. So that makes complete sense. You know, obviously, as he's as he's gone through his football career, he you know he's always had that ability. Uh, so that makes complete sense. Yeah, David, that's a great point. And one of the things that while I was doing like the prep for this episode is okay. So Tay Davis was a safety, but and I found that kind of hard to believe because you know he he's you think that he's a big guy and you think that he's like okay you know he has the size to be a linebacker. And one of the things that we said in Jabril Peppers' episode when we were talking about how during Jabril Peppers, his scouting combine, he was playing both linebacker and safety, and we're like, well, Jabril Peppers doesn't really have the size to be a linebacker. Jabril Peppers is 215 pounds. Now you're like, okay, yeah, that's probably small for linebacker, but Tay Davis is only 225 pounds. He's only 10 pounds greater than Jabril Peppers, which is kind of crazy. And I guess if you want to look at the difference between being an in-the-box safety and a linebacker size difference, it doesn't have to be that dramatic. But still, six foot one, 225, 224 pounds. Like, you would think that Tay Davis and you would think that these linebackers would maybe be a little bit more, a little bit more bulky. I also think numbers in the NFL, David, when a certain player has a number, like you automatically look 10 pounds slimmer when you have number 30 as opposed to number like 52 or 58 like Tay Davis. Well... Maybe that's what's behind Alec Ogletree's number change. Mm, wants to look slimmer. He did actually. He did say he is actually slimmer. I think. I think he's just trying to dupe all of us. He's actually the same weight, but his number change. He thinks bottom ten pounds. Lose ten pounds, or you change your number to a safety, so your coverage abilities improve, or you change your number to match your Pro Football Focus grade. <laughs> Which I've said that before. It will be a joke that will never die. <laughs> All right, but anyway, Tay Davis played three years at safety in college, and his numbers weren't really that flashy as a safety. He played in 13 games in all 13 games his junior year, but his senior year, when he officially made the full switch to linebacker, he led the team with 74 tackles, four QB hits in one game, uh, 12 run stops at Wofford. Have you ever heard of the school called Wofford, David? Yeah, Wofford. Wofford, excuse they're, uh, me. They're, they're more popular in, in the basketball scene. They made the tournament last year. And in Tay Davis's one game versus FBS competition against LSU, Davis led the team with eight tackles and five run stops, also with a QB sack. So clearly, the transition to linebacker worked. Um, he also made the dean's list and the athletic director's honor roll in the spring. So Tay Davis is also a smart guy in the classroom. You can't hurt to have a smart guy in the field. All right, so uh, he was signed last spring as an undrafted free agent to the New York Football Giants. And for the first, let's see, he was not active. He was not active for the first two weeks of the season. 
Then he was active starting week three against Houston, and he did not record a tackle until week seven against the Falcons. And then from there, he was basically a constant and consistent presence uh, for this football team. His second game against the Redskins, he had five solo tackles, six combined tackles, and then most notably his best game where he received a pro football focus grade of 71.5 was against the Indianapolis Colts week 15, where he recorded one sack, six solo tackles, two assists, eight total tackles, one tackle for loss, and one QB hit. So, David, there's not necessarily a lot of advanced analytics and a, a lot of stats to really talk about Tay Davis of, but obviously we have have been very vocal in terms of how big of a fan that we are, both of B.J. Goodson and Tay Davis, but I think we've talked about Tay, Tay Davis more just because of where the league is trending to and where the league is headed. So give us your thoughts on the type of player that Tay Davis is, and we will move our conversation forward from there. Well, it's hard... Uh, sitting where we are right now, it's hard to limit my comments to solely last season because he's shown me so many things in the preseason that are exciting. So I'll try. I'm going to try hard here to just focus on last season for now. No, but do both. Why not? Are both right now. We have the same. We have the yeah. We have the two a two game sample size, and he's been asked to play and do a lot, especially with Alec Ogletree out with an injury. So okay, talk about well, talk about everything. Well, coming into preseason through you know through the off season, he showed. We we've we have been talking about the fact that in in his first year he showed his ability to to cover to to cover to cover tight ends and to cover running backs, and he he was capable of filling some of the holes that Alec Ogletree would leave. Um, he he was more he was more the guy who was tasked and and capable of taking of taking that role. Now let's now let's say it he was more capable. Because it was not perfect by any stretch of the imagination. Like his ending of the season pro football focus grade was a 42 point something. So clearly, which which was fun fact, which is worse than Alec Ogletree. And Alec Ogletree had a very bad, very bad pro football focus grade. But there again, there are certain things, and this is where you kind of do take the pro football focus grades with a grain of salt, just like you do with every single stat and every single uh, analytical piece. So it was not perfect by any stretch of the imagination, but in terms of what this defense needs, and especially what the defense last year needed, Tay Davis kind of filled you that, uh, kind of gave you that, especially in something that B.J. Goodson cannot even come close to giving you. Right, right. Yeah, of course. With with the pro football grades, you know, it. there are, and I think I, I err on this side maybe a little bit more than you do, Justin. I, I do think there's a lot of things that have a potential to skew those grades. But I mean, that's rather that that's neither here nor there. The point is, everybody agrees, and everybody can see that of the linebacking core, he's more he's more capable and tasked with that that role in in the defense. Is the the pass coverage linebacker who's gonna who's gonna you know shadow the tight ends, shadow shadow running backs, and should be more capable of doing it. But what makes me really excited is you watch the first two games of the preseason, specifically the first game. He looks really, really good in the run game. He looks really, really confident in his reads. He looks really confident in his in his gap play. He always seems to be on top of the ball carrier and in the play. And I keep preaching, be in the play. And another thing, Justin, you and I just realized 
right before we came on, we were both under the impression that for some reason we were under the impression that he had been in the league longer than he was. I had no idea that he was an undrafted free agent last year. So for a guy who really was probably not anticipating much playing time and the team probably didn't anticipate much playing time from him, he put together a pretty solid uh, freshman campaign. He did he did a lot of things well. He did things well enough to clearly go into this camp as a fringe starter, if not considered a starter from day one. The only reason why I think he might not end up being a, why he might be on the bubble of, of um, the first string is just because of how well some of the linebackers behind him have played. Well, who would be vying for that for that spot? That that's kind of my ultimate point with why he fits that role. Um, for this team, and, and everyone kind of agrees on that because he he does bring a skill set that most of the linebackers on the team don't don't have. Because really, David and we we said this during Alec Ogletree's episode. the The only guy that I see getting his snaps and getting reps taken away from him is Alec Ogletree, and that's not because well, it, it's 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 not because in the Giants' mind that Alec Ogletree is a subpar fo- football player. I simply think it's just because getting him off the field in certain situations is better for the team. Now, whether you think Ryan Conley can fit that role, whether you think BJ Goodson could fit that role, I don't really see there I don't really see a place where you would want to take Alec Ogletree off the field and feel more comfortable putting somebody else in there, even though Ryan Conley has showed you pretty solid things this preseason. He showed you way, you know, way much more than you initially, that we all initially thought where we were going into this season thinking that he's going to be a project, but he has shown that if anybody does need a playoff, if anybody is injured, that you feel decent about him being in there. So, but if Tay Davis isn't on the field, I, if Tay, if Tay Davis is not on the field for whatever reason, I don't feel great about anybody else, any of other, any of our other linebackers replacing that kind of role. I agree, and I also think what he's showing you early on in preseason is, and he and he showed flashes of it last year with with some fairly decent tackle numbers uh, in certain games. Again, he 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 was he was in terms of pure production, he was inconsistent. He was very up and down. I think what he's showing in preseason specifically is the ability to be a three down linebacker you're 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 talking about you you don't feel comfortable with anybody taking on coverage responsibilities uh, among the linebackers and i agree with you completely but also so far and i and i think you might be able to be you could probably correct me better here maybe you didn't you really weren't paying attention but you were at camp i wasn't i would imagine he also showed at least to the coaches glimpses of this at camp He's showing that he's not just a he's not just one of those fast linebackers who can cover. He's intelligent. He knows where he knows where to be on a play. He is a decent tackler. I use the word decent because I think everybody on I think all the Giants linebackers are decent tacklers. Besides Alec Ogletree, at the very best, decent. <laughs> but leads the league in missed tackles. I think I think I think he's showing the ability to to stay on the field in more uh, in a variety of situations, not just in past that. In and I would agree. Games. And I would definitely agree with you because especially, I mean, you look at his college stats now, granted um, David remind us where he went again. 
uh, the University of Tennessee at Chattanooga. Even I messed it up that time. Small school. Only played one game against FBS competition. So take that with a grain of salt. But, you know, you, you evaluate what he went up against. And those that he went up against, he did very well. And what you look on, you know, Chattanooga's website in terms of his stats and his overall production in terms of what Tavis, Tay Davis did during his time there, it's run stops. It's QB hits. It's, you know, limited sacks. But as a linebacker, he would hit the quarterback. And even last year, he had four QB hits in what was limited, limited snaps. When, you know, we're we're typically thinking, oh, yeah, Tay Davis is a coverage linebacker. He found a way to fit two sacks in there with four QB hits. He found a way to fit that in there. And we've even seen this preseason that James Betcher has not hesitated to every once in a while when he does kind of want to show his hand a little bit. And whenever whenever a linebacker blitzes, an inside linebacker is the one that has went in on the blitz. Tay Davis has been the guy to go in and do that. So he's shown that he can even do that. Something that we feel that Alec, that's one of Alec Ogletree's strengths. But also, Tay Davis can also do it, and he showed it with the four QB hits last year. So I really do think that, you know, sometimes... With this whole take of last year, now again, I never did my homework on Tay Davis last year. I just took everybody's word whenever we would say, oh yeah, Tay Davis is a cover linebacker. But when you look at his college stats and you look at some of the things that he's done, it's like, you know, he does have a much better tackling ability than we kind of think. But also it is affirmed this preseason, just seeing how comfortable he is, seeing how comfortable he is with the speed of the NFL. Because, I mean, Dave, think about how huge of an adjustment that is. He wasn't an undrafted free agent coming out of Wisconsin like Ryan Conley is. Like, you know, Ryan Conley coming out of Wisconsin, even though he's not undrafted, he was still a lower of the NFL draft pick. Right. He's He went through, you know, he's going through a speed of the game adjustment right now. Think about what Tay Davis had to go through last year. Small school, only played one game against FBS competition. And by the time week seven rolls around, he's playing. And then by the time week 10 rolls around against Tampa Bay, he started his first NFL game. So really, give give this guy credit for how far that he has come. What do you what do you want to see out of him in 2019? Give us some projections. We don't need to do tackles and stuff like that. You know, just what what do you what do you see out of him in 2019? And then we'll uh and then we'll wrap up. Um, I see a, a continuation of what he's been showing in preseason so far, which is the ability to be a three-down linebacker. Um, I don't think he'll be relegated solely to passing downs or anything like that. Not that he necessarily even was for for especially in the back end of last season, but I think he's going to show that he he's a lot more capable as as both a, a run stopper and a pass coverage uh, linebacker. Look. I'm not saying Tay Davis is going to be the best linebacker on the team. I'm not saying Tay Davis is going to be, you know, the best linebacker in the division. I'm not saying he's he's going to even be a good linebacker. The Giants don't do that. They don't have good linebackers. I don't, Justin, what was who was the last good linebacker the Giants had? Oh boy, I mean, I I really don't want to say. Antonio Pierce, but uh, <laughs> in my mind, it's Antonio Pierce. The next best might might be Michael. Yeah, he was even an outside guy. You you like you know how like you just how important you know middle linebackers are the captain of the defense. You know 
They're the guys that are going out and they're giving the calls. They're yeah. the guys who are, you know, who get the plays. And they're supposed to be the kind of quote unquote leaders of the defense. And that's why Alec Ogletree's leadership is so important because so many guys trust him. And at least you know that you have him in that department. So, right. I'm not suggesting that he's going to step in and be that guy. Um, so if I were to do some some brief predictions, I would say maybe I I know you said we don't have to do it, but I'm just gonna throw these these numbers in. I would say 45 tackles. Solo. 45 solo uh, tackles. You know, I think he could take that step oh, yeah. because what? Let's do yeah, yeah, yeah. 45. Let, let's do this math really quick. 45 divided by 16 is, you know, that's that's about three, that's a little less than three tackles a game. I certainly think he can get three solo tackles, then you put a few more combined tackles in there. Um, for the, you know, as an average for the season. Yeah. When I said 45, I meant solo. Um, I should have made that more clear. He, I think, I think like everybody on this defense, they're going to benefit from James Betcher's system. They're going to benefit from the guy to the left and the guy to their right. And they're also, and they're also going to benefit from a better secondary. Yeah. It's it, like, I've, like I've been saying, this is a defense by committee. The committee is going to help every individual player on this team. And I think Tay Davis will be no exception. Um, but I do think, I do think we will feel a little bit less like we have gaping holes at the linebacker position, and he'll be a big reason why. His comfort level, and I think including now that we know that Alec Ogletree isn't going to be this guy that we can rely on on all aspects of the game, using Alec Ogletree according to his own strengths is going to help out Tay Davis. And using Tay Davis according to his own strengths is going to therefore help out Alec Ogletree and how the both of them can play and complement each other. So I know we talked a lot. I mean, I, I really, I really do poo poo on Alec Ogletree and I'm sorry. I keep on bringing him up, but, but I do feel like it's kind of necessary to do so, especially when you have guys that are playing right next to each other. So that's, that's my prediction for 2019. Tay Davis, Alec Ogletree, they're going to complement each other very well. Tay Davis is going to look a lot more comfortable in his second year in 2019 and have a much bigger impact because 70% of the time, offenses are running out of nickel. They're running out of 11 personnel. They're running with three wide receivers, one tight end, one running back on the football field. That's where Tay Davis is going to be needed. That's where he was needed last year. He will continue to be needed in that role. David, do you have any other final thoughts? Um, about Tay Davis? Or about life for the Giants? Because I always just have thoughts. All right. Well, what give us give us uh, the top thought that's on your brain right now? Um, I got nothing. You you said that you always have a thought, so you just lied to people. Well, my main thought is that everyone needs to stay beautiful. Oh, okay. So uh, keep on bleeding blue, and David, stay beautiful, everybody. <laughs>